Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 24, Nursing Strikes When Baby Refuses Your Breast. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey, 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 it's so fun to be back with you. I took off all last week. I was out of the office, which that just means I was away from my home because (laughs) my home is my office. Um, I went someplace sunny with my family and I took a much needed brain break and, oh, you guys, it was so, so good to just, um, disconnect a little bit from all the work that goes into this business that I have here and just give my brain a little bit of a break. About a week and a half ago, I went and had my um, feet zoned. I don't know if any of you have done that before. I had not ever done that before, but I was really interested in it because I really love natural techniques. I've been a nurse for a lot of years, for 10 years now, so I do believe in Western medicine, but I also really strongly believe in what Eastern medicine has to offer. And I feel like they can work so well together. I don't think that it's one or the other. Um, I think that they, one can step in when the other kind of, I don't want to say fails us, but has done all that it can for us. And so I was really excited to go and check it out. Turns out there's a lady who lives about like one street over who does this. I did not even realize. Well, she's more like one neighborhood over. It's a little bit more than one street over. Um, but it was so nice and so relaxing. When she got to my big toe, apparently that is the spot on the bottom of your foot that represents your brain. She was like, oh, there's a lot in here. <laughs> and not like in a good way, like you're so, so smart in like a information overload. There's so much going on in your brain. Like you need to take a little bit of a breather. <laughs> and she suggested to do a little bit more mindfulness in my life and really just set aside five minutes a day to just be in silence just five minutes to just sit in silence and just kind of do a scan of my body from top to bottom and just think like, okay, how's the top of my head doing? Am I having a little bit of headache? Okay. Like make a little note of that over here on the side and kind of just scanning and checking in with my body and just seeing how it's doing and just focusing on my breathing and just having a moment of silence. How often do we do that? Just like take a moment, just five minutes in pure silence. Chances are the first time you do it, it's going to feel super uncomfortable. (laughs) It's going to feel like a lifetime, but the more you do it, the easier it gets. You can work up to more time, but that is my goal for this week because I was, you know, on vacation this last week. It was tricky for me to have 
scheduled time for complete silence because I was with my family and wasn't just me on vacation, but that's going to be my goal for this week. And so if you feel like your brain is a little bit on overload as well, which I think is probably almost every single mama (laughs) trying to balance all the things, whether you have one kiddo or two or three or five or 10, however many you have, it's just a lot for your brain to, to keep everything moving in your household. So you know what, just set aside five minutes for today have complete silence, do a scan of your body, check in and just see how you are doing. And I'm going to do it as well. So I'll be there right there with you. You guys, I have such an exciting podcast episode in store for you today. I have had questions, DMs, just things popping up um, in relation to nursing strikes and babies refusing to the breast and mamas who are having trouble getting their baby back to the breast for whatever reason. And so one of my followers, her name is Mikkel Skirvin. She actually sent me a DM when I had made a post on Instagram, I believe. And she, um, had sent me a DM telling me a little bit about her journey with a very prolonged nursing strike. And I have to tell you guys, Mikhail is also an aspiring IBCLC. So she is super smart, super interested in all things, boobs, babies, and breastfeeding, just like me. And so when she sent me this DM, it just was such a well thought out DM um, kind of explaining a little bit about her situation. I just was like, oh my gosh, I've got to have her share this on the podcast. (laughs) I know that this would be so helpful for so many mamas. So I totally went out on a limb and (laughs) luckily she did not shoot me down when I sent her a DM and was like, Hey, would you want to be on my podcast? (laughs) She was so, so kind and so accepting and just jumped right in and did an amazing job. You guys are going to love the top three tips that Mikkel has for you. She has a pretty amazing story. Um, you know, some of you are thinking, oh, my baby didn't latch for an entire day and it was awful. Well, Mikkel went through a much longer journey and you guys are just going to be blown away when you hear all that she went through and I don't want to spoil the ending, but she, uh, she just crushed it. So she's going to explain it all and you guys are going to love her. So without any further ado, I'm going to turn the time over to Mikkel. Hi, my name is Mikkel Skirvin, and I am an aspiring IBCLC in Northern Colorado. I grew a passion for lactation education and working with mothers through personal experience as a breastfeeding mother myself and from some courses I took in my undergrad. I have a three and a half year old daughter and a baby, a baby boy due in March. I love all things babies, birth, motherhood, breastfeeding, nutrition, body image, mental health, the outdoors, (laughs) and I'm a bit of a research nerd on 
many of those things. Today, I am talking about coaxing baby back to the breast, especially after a long period of time where your baby has refused to breastfeed. The tips I share will be very applicable to all nursing strikes, whether it's a week, a couple days, months. I just hope this episode gives a struggling mom out there some hope and more tools to overcome the mental, emotional, and physical struggles that come with your baby refusing to nurse. And I get it. It is so hard. If you're going through that right now, I understand And I hope, hope, hope that some of these things will help you. Before I share the tips and share some of my personal story having a prolonged nursing strike, I just have to say that when it comes to nursing strikes, every experience will be different. And some mothers find that there's a deeper issue behind the nursing strike, especially if it's prolonged, like I did with my daughter. But some, it's just a short phase, lasting no longer than a day to a couple weeks and is just kind of a fluke. Either way, it's really hard. (laughs) And take deep breaths, have your breastfeeding goal in mind, utilize resources, do not do it alone, and don't quit on the hardest day. You got this. Okay, so for my three tips, tip number one is to spend one-on-one time together with your baby. And some people call this like a nursing vacation where all you do is have a few days where it's just you and baby one-on-one time together, skin to skin, warm baths together, baby wearing tummy time with baby on your chest, just some good time together that allows for easy access to the breast at any time. Have the breast available and uncovered if possible. This will give more opportunities for your baby to signal that they'd like to nurse. You can try to offer the breast randomly if they don't do it themselves, but don't force it no longer than 10 minutes of of trying to latch. And and it's really, I mean, the ultimate goal for this time is for you to spend time with your baby. So if they aren't showing interest in nursing, that's okay. Um, Just focus on that time together. Tip number two is to try all the things. (laughs) I know that is a very general statement and I'm going to go into some tips, but different things will ultimately work for different babies. So some of these things um, and some, some babies will require a combination of these things, um, but some some ideas are to try nursing while walking, while bouncing on a yoga ball, while having calming sounds in the background. And this can look like a faucet running in the background, washer dryer sound, white noise. Some babies take to different sounds um, better than others. And one of my favorite things to try, and the thing that worked best for me and my baby is to try the breast when baby is really drowsy, either ready for a nap, um, ready for bed, or during a dream feed. If you don't already know what a dream feed is, it's when you gently arouse your baby to feed after about two to three hours of them sleeping for the night or when you're about to go to sleep yourself. 
this drowsy state is often the first place that baby will come back to the breast. Um, it's just an easy time and where they're not distracted and they're calm um, that you can try to latch. You can even put some breast milk on your nipple to begin a feed and then utilize breast compressions during a feed to promote active feeding. Sometimes babies can get kind of lazy, kind of tired when they're drowsy. So breast compressions um, help you have a faster flow and remind them to keep nursing. Tip number three is in the meantime, your baby needs to be fed, right? So maintain supply through pumping every two to three hours. Make sure you are pace feeding your bottles. Um, YouTube has some great tutorials for this. Ultimately, you're trying to mimic the flow of the breast so that baby doesn't develop a flow preference. And if they do have a flow preference and you notice that, there are some things you can do and a lactation consultant or maybe Breezy Babies um, will do a segment on this, but there are things you can do to help baby come back um, and adjust that. So not not all hope is lost there either. <laughs> um, but anyways, so you're trying to mimic the flow and also um, try to mimic the latch. So start nose to bottle nipple and make baby work for it by waiting till they have an open wide um, mouth to to place the bottle in. You can start baby on the bottle and then see if they will take the breast after an ounce or so, or maybe half an ounce, um, just once they get going. Or if that doesn't work, you can try transitioning from the bottle to a nipple shield to bare breast. However, I do not recommend using a nipple shield unless you're working with a lactation consultant. Um, this worked really well for, for us, but we had to do certain things to set it up for success. So working with a lactation consultant is ideal. In any case, a dark room is helpful if you're doing these types of transitions, just because of there's less distraction and baby may not care, you know, whether you go from the bottle and then go to the breast. Again, such a great tool to, to try. So a little background of as to why I have these tips in the first place. Maybe some of you can resonate with my story, so I'll share a little bit of, of my story with my daughter. When my daughter was two months old, she became very fussy at the breast. I'd have to pull out all the stops to help her eat, and she would usually only eat while walking around or bouncing on a yoga ball. Then at three months, she began to refuse the breast all the time. She ended up hating eating in all forms, and that was due to reflux and an undiagnosed lip and tongue tie. Um, a very long story short, after feeding therapy with an occupational therapist, working with IBCLCs, and releasing the ties that she had, she began to make her way fully back to the breast. Ultimately, my daughter had underlying issues that prolonged her nursing strike. It was about six months <laughs> and we didn't find the lip and tongue tie until 
late in the game. So I think she probably would have come back sooner if we had found that earlier. But we had a wonderful nursing journey from about nine months to 25 months. And I'm just here to tell you that it is very possible to get baby back to the breast after months of being off the breast or using bottles. It was amazing and I am so glad I stuck with it and I'm so grateful for my supportive doctor, supportive IBCLCs and feeding therapist that helped me make a treatment plan for my daughter and for our needs. I used all of these tips and more working with a lactation consultant and looking online at articles and learning from other moms and over time it worked. It was trial and error and we figured it out over time. Um, for us, we got, we first got back nursing at night and then we got back naps too. And then we got to any time in a dark room with a calming sound. And then we got to nursing with a dim light on the couch. And then she started to nurse any time at home. And then eventually she started to publicly nurse around 12 months. And it was like I said, amazing and truly a breeze after that. And I, again, I'm so grateful I stuck with it and so grateful for the resources that I had. With anything breastfeeding related, any problems that arise, I always recommend seeing an IBCLCs. They are so wonderful and here to help you. Um, there's other resources like going to kellymom.com. There's an article I sent Brianne that I utilized um, that is really thorough on nursing strikes and can help you brainstorm. There's also great Instagram content out there, great podcasts like this one, and there really is so much help out there. And I, if anything else, I do not want you to suffer alone. So just to recap, tip number one is to spend time with baby. Tip number two is to try all the things. Tip number three is to maintain supply and pace feed bottles. You got this and best of luck from one mom to another. Well, there you have it. Wasn't I so right? Isn't Mikkel just the best? I just have to echo her tip on skin to skin and offering when your baby is sleeping, whether a nursing strike lasts a short time or a very long time for you. Can you believe that her baby went six months on a nursing strike? Oh my gosh. I just think it's so true that sometimes you have to offer a long list of things to try because you remember your baby is a person, not a robot. (laughs) And one thing that works well for one baby may not work well for another baby. So I love how Mikkel offered lots of different options that you can offer to your baby and then they can decide if they are going to accept it or not. I love how Mikkel shared her experience with a tongue tie and a lip tie and the importance of working with a team. You guys, it takes a team approach, a supportive team approach. You have to find a healthcare provider that jives with you. 
I always compare it to, um, at least where I live here in Utah, there is literally a dentist office on every single corner, on every single street that you turn down. I feel like there's a different dentist office. And it just goes to show that, look, all these different dentists are having thriving businesses because they are jiving with their specific clients, with the families who are coming to see them. And it's the same with lactation consultants and, and people who do body work and pediatricians. You have to find someone that jives with you and that you can connect with. And if not, there's always somebody else that you can find. There are so many people out there. You just have to find the right team for you. Someone who can share common goals with you and help you crush those goals. I loved how Mikkel talked about body work and you believe that her daughter ended up nursing until 25 months. They slowly progressed from nights to naps, to all the time, even in public. I mean, really, I just was floored. Can't you see why I asked her on? Isn't she just going to make the best IBCLC one day? I can't even wait to hear about her journey to becoming a lactation consultant. I can already tell that she's going to be awesome. So again, her top three tips were tip number one, spend time with your baby. Tip two, try all the things. Tip three, maintain supply and pace feed bottles. I'm going to link the article from Kelly mom that she mentioned and that she talks about. And I just am so thankful for Mikkel for coming on and sharing with you guys. I know that this is going to be so helpful for getting your baby back to the breast. Oh, so good. I have another amazing guest for you next week week. It is my friend from Aloha Nutrition. And I have to tell you guys, she just shared a reel today on Instagram that talked about what tension in your baby's body looks like. Is your baby ever stiff as a board? Like are her shoulders up? Are her fists tight? Does she have a kink in her neck? Can she not turn her head very well? Is her face tight like a furrowed brow or tight lips? Um, And she kind of talked about how that could be from the way that your baby was positioned in your belly or the way that she was delivered. Um, And she's going to talk a lot about body work and how tummy time and baby massage, chiropractic work, all of those things can really um, help your baby to not have so much tension in her body. And I really loved that reel because of course you guys know, I love teaching about baby massage as well. I love it because it's a way that you can help your baby not have so much tension and tightness in her body. And it's something that you can do at home. And since you're the one doing it, you can be bonding with your baby while you're massaging them. And you're also giving them all of those great health benefits. So Allegra from Aloha Nutrition is going to be my next guest. She's not going to be talking about this. Instead, she's going to be talking about breastfeeding your baby past one year of age. It is going to be so good. You guys are absolutely going to love her episode. Again, I am so grateful for these amazing guests. I hope you guys are loving all of their 
great knowledge that they have to share. And of course, I have to end this episode by telling you, you are strong, you are smart, you are beautiful, you are a good friend to all. Have a great week. And of course, I will have a new episode for you next Tuesday morning. Can't wait to chat with you again. We'll see you later.